red stains on your hands. Thank God Sponge was there when Spin Doctors couldn't quite make it until up here days. Did I get that right, John? You did. I actually, uh, this isn't confirmed, but the same line of documentaries uh, that did the first, the Woodstock 99, that was on HBO, I've got it on good authority. The second episode is going to be about the night the Spin Doctors couldn't make it to the Pier Days, and Sponge, who happened to be doing a show a few miles up the road at the machine shop in Flint, were able to save the day. Well then, John, I'm sure glad that I was able to surprise you with this, because right now, joining us on the line is Vinny Dombrowski from Sponge. What's up, Vinny? Vinny. Hello. Hello. Yeah, go ahead, Vinny. I'm not Vinny. So, man, when you guys formed Sponge in Detroit in 1992 with guitarist Mike Cross, his brother, bassist Tim, drummer Jimmy Paluzzi, did you have any idea that you would leave such lasting legacies when it comes to your great songs, Vinny? If you're talking to me, I'm not Vinny. Hey, Vinny, I've always been curious. Uh, the song, Have You Seen Mary? Is that about an actual woman, or is that just kind of a represent a, a figure in your life that you're just always looking for? It's a good question, John. Cobra. Vinny, hello. Seem to have a problem with the phone. Hello, are you there, sir? Is he on drugs? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I don't know why you're not answering any of our questions. Uh, was it a bigger highlight for you cinematically, Vinny Dombrowski from Sponge, that you had a song appear on the Point Break soundtrack or that you wrote a very touching homage to Molly Ringwald, 16 Candles? If you're talking to me, I'm not Vinny. I called in to make a comment about the DCF thing. Sure, Vinny. Now, you guys had a couple of different albums, Wax Ecstatic, Rotting Pinata, etc. For the sponge casual aficionado like myself, which one would you recommend diving into first, Vinny? Vin? Hello? Is there a delay? I don't know, sir. Can you hear me? Maybe he doesn't like talking about the. Uh, maybe he doesn't like talking about the old stuff. He's kind of. Oh. It's kind of like Santa Claus doesn't like being asked about uh, <laughs> about delivering toys. Hello. You're talking to me. I'm not Vinny. So, uh, Vinny. Right. So, Vinny, the website is SpongeBand.com. Talk to me about what it was like when you guys were able to save the day from Lapeer days when uh, when uh, Spin Doctors couldn't make it. And then you guys just slid in that spot. That had to feel so gratifying to see so many Lapeer, Michigan fans really cheering you guys on. Right, Vinny? It was wonderful. Cool. Uh, Vinny, I've been digging into the new album that just came out a couple weeks ago, The Lavatorium. Uh, can you explain to me what exactly Catastrophilia is? Hello? be a problem with the phone well he's in michigan oh I'll, I'll try to speak up uh sir are you there kinda well i googled it it's a disorder characterized oh. by a powerful and ongoing addiction to drama and catastrophe all right hello 
yeah, this is Vinny. Oh, we got a better connection now. Thank you, Vinny. I appreciate that very much. Uh, Vinny, you've been the sole constant member of Sponge throughout the years from 92 until present. Uh, is it? Are you difficult to work with? Uh, is it a personality trait? Or you just end up with a bad run of, of hiring crappy musicians with wishy-washy personalities? You hit it on the nail, Drew. Bad musicians with wishy-washy freaking personalities. Uh, well, Vinny, we're Vin, on the radio. Vin, you gotta Vin. you gotta watch the language, Vinny. Vin. I'm sorry, I know you're a rock Vin. star, but you gotta well, you gotta watch the if, language. If I may, Vin, uh uh, you know, a lot of people compare you to the likes of Iggy Pop, David Bowie, oh. Scott Weiland. Yeah. What what really held you back? And I'm I'm sorry if this is offensive from achieving that next level of superstardom as a frontman, like going from a Z level to an X level. That's that, yeah, that's too far. Oh, sorry, Vinny. Um, I think it was more started listening to a lot of Limp Bizkit and not just putting down the wrong road. Yeah, yeah, it tends to do it was, that. It was a tough time for Rock. Uh, Vinny, I'm sure you're sick to death of this question, and I apologize, but uh, your your band's name's Sponge. Uh, is it from your Tarpon Springs roots, uh, or is it is it your preferred method of birth control? <laughs> is that funny? Oh. My Tarpon Springs roots. Got you. I, I figured as much, Vinny. Uh, no further questions from me, John. Uh, anything from you? Well, I was just curious, Vin. I know you travel in the uh, the you know those high level circles in Michigan. Any any rumors or any insight on whether or not Bob Ritchie plans on being around Lapeer, Michigan, Saturday night? All I gotta say is you might be surprised there, John Senning. Oh, all right. you're gonna be surprised. You said that uh, you haven't been back there since uh, the place has been on fire. You might see it be set on fire again, John Sennon. Well, thank you, Vinny Dombrowski from Sponge. I prefer you didn't use the terrible fire that happened there. As a, sure. Yeah. Uh, do you have the uh, the commercial that they're running with the uh, It's Okay, It's Not Okay I, from I Brett do, Favre? and it's, uh, it's disturbing. Hold, uh, I, I, oh, yep, I'm ready. It's a growing ready. debate in our country as to whether or not it is, uh, it is acceptable to have kids playing tackle football before high school or even in high school. Uh, this, I guess it's a commercial or a PSA. It, it is a PSA, and so... Just so you know, what because you kind of need to see it visually, it's a little kid that starts talking, and then the kid grows up as he's talking to his parents. So there are technically three different people playing the child, the last person being Brett Favre. Okay. Does that make sense? It does. Okay. Mom, Dad, let's talk about tackle football. I just learned about CTE, the brain disease caused by repeated hits to the head. The more years I play, the more I'm at risk. If you put me in tackle today... By the time I'm a senior in high school, I'll have played 13 years of tackle football. I could already have CTE, and it will continue to destroy my brain even after I stop playing. So by the time I'm your age... I could be fighting depression, struggling to keep my thoughts straight. I could become violent, even towards my own children. When I'm your age... What will matter to me is not my youth football career, but that, like you, I'm a great parent and I can provide for my family. So please, keep me out of tackle football until I'm 14. Okay. 
I mean, Brett Favre, pretty well experienced football player. Yeah, yeah. I would, I would, uh, I would think so. That's a. Uh, that's tough because in a way he's also got to, he's he's openly saying that maybe he's feeling those things. Seven two seven five seven nine one zero two five. Okay or not okay to let kids under fourteen play organized tackle football? What's the good in it? Like okay, so you get a leg up on playing real football before everybody else, but look at the risks. Yeah, I would be. You know, because sometimes I think it's it starts with the parents. I know that kids want to be football stars, and some kids they've got a different competitive edge. But honestly, I think a lot of the pushing has to come from the parent to even set a kid down that road yeah. most of the time. So I don't I, I don't know if those years make a difference. Are, are there studies that show if you don't start at ten, there's no way you're going to be ready to play at a high level by the time you get to to high school and, and make the push for college? I don't really know, but I mean it's become very clear and there's a laundry list of players and people whose lives have ended and gone down very very bad paths because of what happened to them uh, playing football and and we've got to do something to stop that clearly the I don't think the NFL is stepping up quite right so maybe we got to get it on the front end and and have it stop so early it's time for us to change our mentality I think when it comes to these these uh, players as people as opposed to commodities Drew Grab alive hello who are you From the 727, hello. Thanks for getting Vinny, by the way. Yeah, no problem, man. That was really cool. I don't know what made me think of that. Like, I was yeah. I was literally just looking at their Wikipedia page. Yeah, I, well, I mean, I, you're thoughtful. That's I why. could tell for a second you thought I might have actually oh, gotten Vinny I, I 100% did. Yeah. I 100% did. Yeah. I really wish I had Yeah, no, I, you know, I just, I think it'd be that hard to get, really. <laughs> <laughs> hello from the 727, what's up? I figure Mo passed his number along. I mean, Mo would know him. Hi, Drew Gobble Live. Who are you? The biggest Sponge fan I know outside of myself. This is Josh. It's true. He's Sponge Army. Uh, Josh, what's up, man? How are you? Uh, football. Tackle football. Not okay for Brett Farm to be bashing on it. Well, he's not bashing on it. He's just saying kids shouldn't play it until they're 14. Well, the problem I have with that is the way he was taught to tackle and the way the people he was playing with were taught to tackle are completely different than what we teach today. What do you teach today? Well, we teach heads-up football. Um, number one thing is we lead with our shoulder. We do not lead with our head. Even when I played in high school football 20 years ago, that's exactly what we were taught. You lead with your head and you hit the person with your helmet. Um, what's taught today is you hit with your shoulder, you wrap your arms, and you roll the person to the ground. Um, I have been coaching youth football for eight years now, and I've had one concussion the entire time I've been coaching football. That's good. And there are those who would say that's one too many. But, right, right. And, and I mean, and well, there was another and that would say true. that you know of. Right. <laughs> well, it, no, I mean, it's something we have to go through training on. Um, you know, that's, yes, it's one that I know of. But, you know, you turn around and if you can keep your head out of these impacts, you greatly reduce the risk for that. It's a big I, if, I, though. I, like, that, not that asking a lot for, uh, for you know, for, for kids who are uh, 14, 13, 12 years old? I mean, we, I started. We started coaching them at five. I'm not going to lie to you. That's that's what that's what the the league starts out at. But the big thing with that is, at five, the impacts are slow. I've had more kids get severe injuries, believe it or not, from um, gym or PE at school than I've had get through football. I had a kid dislocate his jaw at PE at school, and I've had kids. Great bones at school. Yeah. Um, the worst thing I've had on the football field is that one kid who had a concussion. 
right. He, I, I think he is right because from my experiences in, in life, five year olds are a bunch of pussies, and they like they can't really put a hit on anybody. So, <laughs> thanks a lot for the insight, man. I appreciate it. Now I want to ban PE, yeah. not just tackle football, but uh, let's ban PE. It's killing kids. <laughs> Hi, Drew Grab Alive. Who are you? Uh, my name is Eric. Hey, Eric. What's up, dude? Not uh, a few minutes ago, I called in and uh, I got confused, I guess, with Vinny. Uh, oh, Vinny's been, calling back. Mm-hmm. Awesome, dude. Thank you so much. I appreciate it very much. Along with the Cross Brothers, you guys were actually founding members of the hard rock band Loud House, uh, <laughs> and then you joined them near the end there. Did you have any idea when Loud House came to an end that Sponge would pick up the torch and run through the fertile fields of alternative rock and roll? Yep, and it was wonderful. Awesome. What'd you really call about, though, Eric? Uh I called in because uh, I was listening to the part about the DCF thing. Yeah. And I'm oh, going to tell you right John, now. Did you have from, a question uh, for Vinny before? Not yet. Okay. Not yet. All right. All right. Go ahead. Uh, I've been in law enforcement before and everything. And if we really want to know, uh, before we go jumping off the deep end, we really want to talk to some of the kids that have been in the homes that have been removed. Because oh. uh, there's a lot of them I've been to that, yeah, it wasn't a pleasant thing. Sure. And they really needed to be. So I didn't want to. I didn't want all of our listeners to just automatically condemn the, the program. Sure, the programs, as a general rule, help kids out and take care of kids who are in very bad situations at home. You're going to have some bad kids, obviously. You're going to have some bad parents, and you're going to have some bad actors in any agency. I hope people don't br- brush paint with too broad of a brush, if that makes it. Thank you, Vinny. I appreciate the time very much. Sponge touring near you. 727-579-1025. I didn't know Vinny from Sponge was such an advocate for kids. Well, it's, it's, it's you know, he's made it a passion project. Not a lot of people know this, but Vinny came up through the foster system, so he's made it his life's work uh, to speak about, you know, his experience and why not all children that are taken from their parents have been done uh, so wrongly because he was actually, uh, um, I don't know if he'd be upset with me talking about this, his uh, father burned him with a fire poker uh, in his inner thighs repeatedly when he was like seven years old. And his mom used to stack radios on top of him and actually the uh, chorus of plowed when he says buried by the sound yeah and she actually forced him to breastfeed until he was 13 you got alive hello who are you hey this is darnell what's up darnell how you doing today man hey i'm doing good uh I think that language on the radio, yeah. you dumb dick. Yeah. Clearly, you played and it. it it's yeah, got it your, hurt uh, your brain. I'm sorry for what happened to your brain, Darnell. Your anger, it's got your anger under control, that's for sure. I play football, and it didn't make me angry at all. And you cares out there, the F word. And I don't, I don't know. You, does 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 Brett Favre? If you want to teach me or tell me, I always need to know what's happening on the other side. Is it that the CTE people came to Brett Favre and said, "Hey, we need you to tell kids"? I just feel Brett Favre doesn't need to be a part of something he doesn't want to be. So if Brett Favre, who's played long enough, feels that way, I'm going to go with him rather than Darnell. Personally, it's a good point. Just like I'll, I'll take Bill's veteran perspective yeah. over somebody sitting, some jackhole typing on Facebook that's never served. Drew Gobble Live, hello. Bunch of Darnells. Vinny? Hey, jo- hey John. Hey, uh, uh, Drew, this is Dave. Uh, uh, I don't know if you guys know uh, the Clausen brothers. Uh, they all played uh, flag football before high school. They never, they didn't play any tackle football until high school. And they, they came out to be pretty college 
good college quarterbacks. They're, they're all three of them were what, quarterbacks. What was their last name? Clausen. I'm about to get these claws in your butthole. <laughs> He had it coming. Seven two seven five seven nine one zero two five and eight hundred seven seven one one zero two five. Joining us now, drummer Jimmy Paluzzi. Uh, Jimmy, hello. From the eight one three. Hello. Yeah, this is Jay. What's up, Jimmy Paluzzi, drummer from Sponge? <laughs> How you doing, Jay? What can we do for you, man? Yeah, I'm calling in. It's okay. It's not okay. Yeah. I think it's okay for kids to play under 14 because when you're that young, have you ever watched a peewee football game? They just run over and hug each other and fall down. That young of age, you don't have enough strength or power to really cause those type of collisions that cause that type of injury to the head. That's incorrect and inaccurate and dangerous. Kid running full speed at that age, goes head down against somebody, he could break his neck. You know, 727-579-1025. And eight hundred seven seven one one two five. And you know, a lot of people obviously, some angrier than others, think that that, that it should be allowed. But it's it's almost worrisome that that there seems to be so many grown men feeling so strongly about it in the sense of they've probably got kids, whether they want to or not, that will be pushed to do that. Yeah. Whether they play forever or not, because it's it really is, of course, ultimately on the parents to make that decision. I don't think you're gonna have a five, six, seven, eight, probably not even 10 or 12 year old that says, Hey, I don't know if this is a good idea. I want to play, but I don't think it's good for my brain. So maybe I'll hold off for a couple years. So I don't think you're going to get kids thinking that way. No, definitely not. Kids lack that awareness. Uh, It's a parent's job to, to step in and go, no, none of these kids should be tackling each other. Hi, Drew Grubb alive. Hey, Drew. How's it going? Good. How you doing? Scared. Hey, man, I'm doing good. Um, you know, I think the football's a good thing with the new practices they're, they're teaching. If you're leading with your shoulder pad and not hitting with the helmets, you know, I think they could get out there and play, you know, a good game and learn a lot of good life lessons. Well, I mean, can you not learn life lessons without tackling? Oh, yeah, you can. But, I mean, as far as teamwork aspect, you're working hard and, you know, yeah. all that that goes into it. Yeah, you don't need to tackle to learn those things, I don't think. <laughs> but, hey, I was wondering, what do you think about a totally off topic? Do you like Imagine Dragons? Do I like who? Imagine Dragons. Oh, I can imagine me dragging my nuts all over your face, you stupid ah! idiot who thought I'd fall for something like that, you boneheaded moron. You got me. You got me. That's disrespectful. It's like it's like you think I fell off the turnip truck or something. Yeah. Like you think I would fall for that. You know what? Don't ever listen to this radio show again if you think I would fall for that. Well, but here's the other thing. I take those people as as I have to imagine that they're newer listeners. You're right. They know that we're just doing these nuts jokes, and they don't know that this is not yeah. you know this is not some game. This right. is some Johnny Come Lately thing. You've yeah. you know built a career, uh, decades upon decades of putting uh, D's nuts all yeah. over people, and they don't know that. You're right. They probably just tuned in. It's like their second time listening, and they think there's a news story about D's nuts, and they're like, "Hey, ooh, wacky D's nuts jokes. Let's tell some." They don't know that. No offense, but I taught Dr. Dre the D's nuts joke that he included yeah. on the chronic. So you know, I hate to whip out my clout like that, but uh, you know, Dre got that from me. And, and he didn't even do it right either. Hey, what's your name? Get at you. Who? D's nuts. 
stupid. True Drive Alive, hello. Hey, guys. It's Brian. How are you? Hi, Brian. We're doing well. Thank you. How's your day? Good. Thank you for asking. Quite welcome. What's up? Hey, I'm all for the, the uh, starting at 14. I think that's the right call. I I, I think we put our kids in, in enough harm's way. It's it's fun. It's an entertainment. It's not a mandatory thing like them getting good grades in school. It's something it's, it's not as important, certainly not important enough for them to be in harm's way. So I'm, I'm for it. My son played. I uh, started when he was 12. Um, the, the, the other caller was correct in that the, the Pop Warner that I was a, a part of and I coached and was certified in that we do absolutely teach a different way of tackling, just like the guy was saying. But, I mean, we didn't have a practice where we didn't have a kid coming in like a missile that we would have to correct. But then, you know, we were correcting it. He did it. He already did it, and we would correct it. You know, but, uh, you know, at the end of the day, it's a collision sport. So you're going to get – you're going to have injuries. You're going to have concussions. Uh, There's no way around it. No. Uh, And you should do everything that you can to kind of uh, safeguard, ah, safeguard against that. 727-579-1025 and 800-771-1025. You have a new show recommendation that you want to throw my way next that I'm going to start watching tonight, and I want to throw one your way. I'm I'm going to try to sell you on this show. Okay. It's going to be a tough sell. Okay. But I'm going to try. Okay. Next, Andrew Garabo, live. I am a happy member of Achieve a Credit Union, and I have been for years. So when they came to me and they were like – Hey, uh, would you mind being an ambassador for Achieve a Credit Union? I said, well, gosh, I've been a member for so long now. I think it'd be pretty easy to tell people why Achieva is so great. Just give me some information. And they said, how about mortgage information? I said, talk to me. Whether you're looking to buy or build your dream home or give your existing home some love with a renovation or refinance, Achieva is here to help you find your way home. You're in the market to purchase a home. Achieve has many mortgage options available, and they offer a personalized approach to fit your needs. Plus, increase the chances of your offer being accepted with an authentic pre-approval, making you a more attractive buyer. Housing inventory is going real fast right now. You know that. You don't need some nincompoop on the radio to tell you. So you might be able to or ready to build your dream home instead. Whether you're building on a lot you own or buying a plot of land, Achieva's got a blueprint just for you. They also offer one-time closing, one-time, which means you only pay one set of closing costs. Not quite ready to build? With their low land loan rate, purchase now and build later. For more information or to get your mortgage started, go to AchievaCU.com. I'll spell it out for you. A-C-H-I-E-V-A-C-U.com. Or you can call now and talk to an Achieva advisor on 866-617-6373. Achieva, an equal housing lender, and is federally insured by the NCUA. You're listening to Drew Garabo Live on 102.5 The Bow.